BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Barra. We cover the latest news all day, every weekday. So if you're looking for the freshest headlines, check out our most recent show. But we also feature longer, in-depth conversations on the latest trends and need-to-know topics. Here's one of them right now. Enjoy. Yesterday, we introduced you to Alina Kochenko and Sergei Tunyagov, their newlyweds, expecting their first baby, and they were hunkered down in their Kiev apartment when Alina made the difficult decision to leave Ukraine with her aunt. And because men of fighting age cannot leave, Sergei had to stay behind. I said goodbye to my husband uh, near our house. He just put my backpack into the car and we hugged and kissed each other and that was it. She was now facing a grueling 40-hour journey to safety. Alina and her aunt paid a security company called Sheriff to provide transportation out of Ukraine. There were traffic jams, huge traffic jams near some large cities. And uh, our drivers, they skipped these traffic jams. They just went around because they, they had special car with lights on the roof. But that was only my case. I know a lot of people, they were really struggling with the traffic jams. After almost 10 hours in the car, they finally got to the Romanian border, but the line of cars was three miles long. They sat and waited. Once the car got as close as it could to the border, Alina and her aunt started walking. We walked one kilometer till the border crossing, and we went to the point where all other people waited to to cross the border on foot. They took a moment to catch their breath before joining the long checkpoint line. There was uh, some shelters to warm up yourself, to have a free coffee or tea or food, whatever. All the kind people who live near border, they arranged it, and it was really life-saving. For the next four hours, Alina and her aunt stood outside in the freezing cold, and it was snowing. They got to know the other refugees around them. We have heard a lot of stories how they left their husbands and uh, their children somewhere. We also saw how adult uh, men, like husbands, how they say goodbye to their kids and their wives just on the border and they, how they can see each other from distance, but they can't touch each other anymore. It was also heartbreaking. Kids were screaming like that. Alina couldn't help but think about Sergei. They had been inseparable since the invasion, even showering together because she was too scared to do it alone. We became such a close to each other, even much more than before. And that moment I realized that I will be 1,500 kilometers away. 
When it was finally Alina and her aunt's turn at the border checkpoint, they passed through easily. For me, as for a girl, it's fine. They just like uh, say, show your documents and uh, they check that I'm Ukrainian and, and they say, okay, you can go. But if someone male is near, they say like, your hand, put your hands over your head and just like face down. It was 10 p.m. when they crossed the border into Romania. They were finally safe, but it wasn't a time for celebration. We were so exhausted because we were shaken, we were wet because of the snow. They took a bus to a nearby Romanian city and spent the night. They slept for only a few hours before heading to the airport. Next stop, Athens, Greece, to finally reunite with her parents. You know, that's so crazy that such a mixed emotions because it was like no happiness because how any happiness could be when we all are aware of the situation in our country. It was no sadness because how there can be sadness when we are finally all together and safe. That night, Alina dreamed about Sergei. Back in Kyiv, Russians are inching closer and he's trying to stay positive. We will rebuild this country. We will help a lot of people to that lose homes and uh, we will not leave this country. Alina and her aunt are now safe in Greece, while Sergei and Ukraine's fates are still up in the air. But the newlyweds are longing for their reunion. I imagined the moment when we will meet in my head. Actually, I, I don't know, I just dream about meeting him and hugging him and spending probably 40 hours hugging and laying down in bed. <laughs> That's it. It's gonna be a great future for me, for my wife for our future children. And Alina is certain Ukraine will prevail and that she'll be able to return. I am 100% sure that I left my country just for a few weeks and I want to go back so much. I feel I don't belong anywhere else, but I will be back as soon as I can. This story of Alina and Sergei is just one of countless stories unfolding in Ukraine right now. To help people like them, donate to Nova Ukraine and UNICEF. Make sure to follow the refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast app.